When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving along here. Moving right along. Hey! Dave. Holly. The all-Christmas version of What Difference Does It Make? All right. Holly. Where does Holly come from? Because, I mean, you know. The name? My birthday's in April. Right. It wasn't even going to be my name. What were you going to be? My name was going to be Ivy. But Ivy. My, my dad. Said, Another. Like, Holly, I, like yeah. mistletoe. Ivy mistletoe. What were you? Uh, know, my parents, were, you know, being, were, were Jewish. Okay. I have no yes. idea the significance of it to them. I think they just like the sound of it. Of Holly or of Ivy? Or both. both. My mom liked Ivy. My dad said, Ivy, she's going to be called Poison Ivy her whole life. Let's not do that to her. Well, so that's I a am. good character. I, Poison <laughs> Ivy. I like her. I might have had a whole different personality. I, totally. Yeah. So they named you Holly. Mm-hmm. But that has but no, no... No significance? Nope. Nothing? No ties to uh, any other Hollies? Nope. No H's, no other H's in your family? No, because my Hebrew name is actually the one that's named after my great-grandfather. Okay. So no, Holly is not, I'm not named after anybody. It was just a name they pulled out of thin hair. Air, not hair. Thin hair. <laughs> thin hair. Let's <laughs> put H in front of everything. <laughs> H, it's a, ha- good, le- it's a ha- good letter. Hey, Holly, happy, happy holidays, yeah. Holly. You know how H names always seem to get called other H names. You don't do this with like Steve or Dave. People will call me Heather or really, yeah. Actually, for some reason, I think when I'm on the phone, when I say Dave, some people think I say Steve. Okay, that's What's your name, yeah. Dave, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> but but you get that? Get yeah, I get Holly, other they call H you names like Heather, and I don't know any other H names. That's pretty much it. Heather, Heidi. Heidi. And one of my best friends, her name is Heidi. So people will, we don't look at all alike, but people will say Holly, Heidi. So Do they, um, you speak Spanish, do they spell your name with a J? Like I've seen, I have seen that before. Clients have, have um, emailed me. Jolly? Yeah. Holly Jolly? <laughs> Love that. Holly Jolly Christmas. There you go. Ho, ho, ho. Here we go. Here we go. No, nobody calls me ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So. So on to Christmas. We, so we, we're going to, since we exhausted Hanukkah songs and we have nothing else to talk about with Hanukkah, we're, we're moving on to Christmas, which you love, right, Holly? I like Christmas. I like Christmas. Christmas music is I'm good for a few days of Christmas music. Just but I want to hear days. some of your favorites. So give me one of your, give me one of your favorites. Well, all right. Well, we'll start with, uh, with songs that you'll probably like. <laughs> They're both kind of. Uh, we'll do a we'll do a double uh, double shot. So you say songs that I like, but I've picked all the songs that I liked. And okay, like and that's it. So and that's let's it. See. And you won't like any others. I'm very close minded. Go. All right. Tell me what do you got. These are both surrounded around um, around uh, skiing. Oh, I like it already. Okay. Do you ski? <laughs> I do. Do you? I used to, 
And then um, then I had a family, and then going skiing became <laughs> cost prohibitive. Or, yes, it we, is. We have gone skiing, and the girls are not thrilled with skiing. Oh. So we kind of just, all right, well, you know, they, they like hanging out in the lodge and, uh, you know, having hot cocoa and watching everyone else ski. Oh. No, we like to ski. The whole family likes to ski. Are you skiers? Yeah. What about uh, the the boy? Does he like to? Uh, the boy, the boy Does, my son or my husband? The, the well, both of them. Do they like uh, snowboarding? I would imagine that Sam is probably a, a snowboarder and uh, Steve would be a skier. Interestingly enough, no. Everybody skis. Everybody wanted to learn how to ski first. But one year, we we go to Lake Tahoe every year to go skiing. And one year now, we decided that we were going to take a family snowboarding lesson, but nobody had snowboarded before. You would think, because Sam and Steve were both skateboarders, that they would have taken to it really easily. Sam and I were the worst. Chelsea and Steve were pretty good. It was probably the most pain I have ever experienced, and I will never <laughs> do it again. I love skiing so much. I think, though, if, if you learn to snowboard before you learn to ski, then, you know, great. Right. It's easier. But if you've been skiing, I've been skiing for 40 years. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not kids try snowboarding. It was really painful. <laughs> so anyway, you? Do you? Uh, no, have you, never, have you uh, tried? Have not even tried because yeah. I know I would be in your situation. Like, <laughs> why bother? Stick to skiing. Ski, yeah, this is expensive. I want to enjoy myself while I'm doing this, and I don't necessarily. I don't think I would get any more joy out of snowboarding. Yeah. So whenever we do go, which is rare, we will uh, ski. <laughs> we'll or ski. stay in the lodge. Yeah. Yeah, when I, before we had kids, we used to go all the time, like the uh, see the Warren Miller film. Yeah. <laughs> And get excited about this snow season and then go, you know, do a lot of local yeah. skiing and things like that. But that's, uh, those days are gone. Maybe they'll come back. Who knows? So you probably don't remember this, but when, when we met in college, well, you already knew Steve, my husband, mm-hmm. before because you and him in high school. But when, when we were in college, this was, we were probably, I think I might have been in my third year. He had a broken leg. Okay. You would have no reason to remember this because this was 30 some odd years ago. But I remember because that's how I met him. I mm-hmm. used my line on him. He had a broken leg. I did not know him, but I had a crush on him from afar. We had classes together. And I asked the first words I said to him, I, I asked him how he broke his leg and he told me skiing. And I said, when you get that thing off, I'll teach you how to ski. Oh, good line. And that's Damn. all it took, I guess. Damn. Mm-hmm. So here we are, 28 years later. Apparently. Well, that worked. Yeah. No, 30, 30 some odd years later. It's 28 years married. So. Okay, that's right, my we'll just, that's my skiing my skiing story. That's a good story. Yeah, and George Michael went uh, skiing. Did, Did you, know? you pick that song? I was uh, well. I want. I will share that with. I'm pick two. I'm picking skiing relating. Don't yell at me. I knew you would pick this, so I figured we could talk both talk about it together. Okay. I mean, you you've seen the video. No, I don't remember the video. Oh, the video is amazing. George Michael and Andrew Ridgely are they go to the ski lodge with their ladies because they love the ladies, their girlfriend and Andrew Ridgely is supposedly his girlfriend is supposedly George Michael's old girlfriend. As you know, you kind of get that from the video. So this isn't real life. This is the video. No, this is real life. <laughs> but anyway, in this, it's a song, right? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Mm-hmm. And then, which isn't really a Christmas but song. But it, it must, I think it was kind of like, a, I think the song's kind of like, he loves someone that didn't really return the love to him. <laughs> isn't that what the song's about? That I think so. I think by the end of the video, the girl that George Michael is with, he's fine with it. You know, he's going to be happy. <laughs> I think so. They, they, you know, it ends happily ever after. But it's, it's set in the ski lodge and they're doing all their all their romantic ski ski lodge uh, hangs out. And I got to go back and watch the video. Oh, for sure.
Do you know in the video, the girls in the video were Pepsi and Shirley? Do you I have know no that? idea. Who are those? Pepsi and Shirley were their backup singers. Oh, okay. They're, they're backup singers. I don't. So I'll have to watch the video to see if the girlfriends are actually played by Pepsi and Shirley, or if they have some other part in the video. However, do you know that Shirley? You know who she was married to. This is a total. I have no idea. Go ahead. Fact. In real life, married to Martin Kemp. Martin Kemp of the band. Spandau Ballet. Spandau Ballet. Thank you. Yes. I knew I knew that name. I did not remember which band he was. As reaching a little bit. That's fine. He's yeah. 80s. More yeah. 80s. Still? Are they still married? I believe they're still married. I like your optimism. Yeah. I want to believe they're still married. I, right. No, I yeah. understand. That's oh, gonna... I want to go back and watch. Did you just oh, yeah. watch it or did you remember the video? Oh, I remember the video totally. George and Andrew hanging out. Yeah. And, and that's their, all you really need girls. to see. Yeah. They're just <laughs> enjoying the weather, ski weather. And the song was great. It was a double A side. Do you know what the other song was on Last Christmas? I do not. Yeah. It was uh, Everything She Wants. Oh, really? Yes. good songs i would say yeah yeah. and i think george wrote it like i think they were hanging out at at andrew's parents house or something like that no it was his george michael's parents oh okay and then andrew got or george got inspiration as usually happens george got inspiration andrew's you know probably still eating or something and you know (laughs) (laughs) so george comes back with with the song yeah and yeah that's how they knocked it out just kind of just a family some, moment. Some of the best songs are written that way, right? I guess so. When inspiration strikes, you you got to hit it. <laughs> you know, another fun fact about this video, not the song, but the video. Okay. It was the last time George Michael was filmed without a beard. True. Or I don't know if that's true, but yes, he well, was not wearing a beard in that. In this. Yeah. And then, so now we'll have to go watch, which I'll, I'll take that project on, subsequent watch, videos. The chorus is great. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, we went Christmas caroling and they gave us the words to the song. And nobody knows the rest of the words to Last Christmas except for the chorus. Do so you, did you only sing the chorus no, when you were No, caroling? I mean, we, we could not sing. It's, it's, it's really a hard song to sing. You or, mean, could you get the tune when you No, were? it's like the melody isn't that great. But the chorus is amazing. I mean, that's all you remember. I yes. mean, can you, can no. you give me any other words from like what was going on in there? No, I cannot. But I do know it's not about Christmas. It just happens like more of a love song that right, well, that, took place around Christmas. Right. I think a lot of songs kind of use Christmas as like a... It happened on Christmas or around Christmas, and that's, uh, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily a Christmas song, but this is the time frame. Yes. And I think that's how a lot of Christmas songs are born. That makes it a Christmas song. Good uh, one. So there's, yeah, so I, I knew you had picked that one. The other ski-related song, and you might have picked this one too. No. Really? What song? It's uh, The Waitress's Christmas Wrapping. I knew you were going to pick it, so it was on my it was okay. on my honorable mentions because I knew you were going to pick it. Okay. You, yes. Okay, so I knew I had to pick this, but I wasn't sure if you were going to pick it, but I knew we had to mention it. <laughs> so this song is just kind of where they they meet in a ski shop. It's, it's a lost connection. They met at a, at a oh. ski shop, and so they're not. You know, she's like um, not excited about Christmas. You know, it's just another holiday. Blah blah blah. But it was like a mixed connection at the, the ski shop. So uh, they go to. Um, I think during Christmas they're missing some cranberries. So she goes to the store to get some cranberries. And lo and behold, there he is, also picking up some cranberries. And yeah, so it's a love song. 
Yeah, it is a love song, yes. Aww. They find true love on Christmas thanks to uh, the store. He has provided me with the world's smallest turkey Already in the oven, nice and hot Oh damn, guess what I forgot So I'm with the boots back out in the snow To the only all-night grocery When what's my wondering eye Should appear in the line Is that guy I've been chasing all year Send this one alone, he said Did you break this year's been crazy? I said me too, but why are you? You mean you forgot cranberries too Then suddenly we laughed and laughed Caught on to what was happening there I think that's the catchiest Christmas song. I think it's absolutely one of my favorites, too. It's a rap song, and it's they're yeah. rapping. It's spelled with a W instead of yep. an R, because, you know, Christmas rapping. Clever wordplay. Yes. Clever wordplay. We love that. I love this song so much. <laughs> <laughs> Although I could not rap. Or, this is another one. I probably could not rap. You know the, the chorus or the, like, I'm trying to... Eh. <laughs> no, no, I could not. Yeah, exactly. I, I like all songs. I mean, we're not tremendously musically talented is what I've gathered in our, our few <laughs> yes. talks that we've had. Unfortunately, we can't really bring it to life, but we do recognize good melodies and good beats. And yeah. this certainly has that. This yeah. does have it. Yeah. So I picked the waitress's Christmas wrapping and wham, because they're both ski related and it's both Christmas. So there you go. Hey, Dave. Yes. I think now would be a good time to take a break. All right. Look, that, that, that's code for potty break, right? Uh, power nap. Oh, power nap. Okay. Well, we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> Welcome back, Dave. All right. Thank you. Let's get back to the podcast. And now we hand the ball off to... Okay, well, you inspired Holly. me. I was going to go for... I have... Because I have a whole host of songs here. 
Okay. I'm staying with the wrapping theme. Okay. Good. Or the wrap-in theme. I'm not oh. going with the one I was originally, you know. So which... you probably picked the one that I picked, too. Oh, really? Probably. Go ahead. Give probably. It to, give it to me. Curtis Blow. No. Okay. Very good. Huh. I did not. I picked another one. I thought you might pick Curtis Blow. I know it's a little obscure, but you might pick Curtis Blow because I know you like the, the old school I love old hip school. Hip hop. And, I do. Yeah. And I happen to like Curtis Blow. Okay. And as we've talked about before, the simple wrapping, the simple, mm-hmm. you know. I, simple wrapping. Yes. You know that it is. Oh, it's different. Like, I yeah. mean, like I was listening to Tyler the Creator with mm-hmm. his new Christmas rap song. You know, doing the Grinch, and it's you know the the flow is just completely different. I'm the Grinch, Cindy I live in Hoopville. Who are you? I got a dog. His name is Max. Coffee my cup. That is a fact. I was a snow. Ain't even a coat. Max put that sled off with their head. I don't like love. I don't like fun. When I'm around, Christmas is done. I'm the Grinch. Hey, how you doing? It's coming for pleasure to me. I'm the Grinch. I'm here to ruin your day. This will end in defeat. I'm the Grinch. I get to ride and ride and ride and ride. Hip hop has changed so much, so it's completely different than what we know from the '80s in our hip hop world. You inspired me to, you know, put together a playlist of the old school hip hop because I love it, and every time I hear it, I think I need more of this in my life. Oh yeah, listen to that! I yeah. listen to that all the time. That's good stuff. Yeah. So tell me about Curtis Blow. Well, like many of the early rap songs that we're referring to, this one doesn't have a chorus. Okay. Which means it doesn't also have a an obvious title. He made a reference to rap being incorporated into the title of a lot of these songs, these old songs like Rapper's Delight. And it's funny. It made a reference to Christmas rapping, making a clever play on the phrase Christmas rapping. So the waitress's song was released two years after the Curtis Blow song. Mm. And oh, really? it was a play on this song, which I did not know that until I read this. How yeah. about that? How about that? Twice the night before Christmas and all through the Hold house. it now. Wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it! Don't you give me all that jive about things you wrote before I was alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, rock it through your neighborhood. Gonna read, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rap been about to happen like a knee. You were slapping or I told you been tapping on a hunk of wood. Bought a red suited dude with a friendly attitude and a slave full of goodies for the people on the block. Got a long white beard, maybe looks kind of weird. And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock. What's the name of the song? Christmas Rappin'. Rappin'. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> it's street. Yeah. It's 1979. Oh, wow. 79. This was considered to be the first successful Christmas rap song. Mm. And it's it's actually, it's the story of Santa dropping in at a house party and joining in the fun. <laughs> Such like Santa. So each Christmas, this sold more and more copies. And it took eight years, but it went gold after eight years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's right. the brilliant thing about Christmas music. I mean, yeah. they keep. <laughs> if it's good. If it's good, it will come back the next year. Yeah. And, then they, and be bigger and better than ever. Yeah, but this is... Do you know the song? I do. Yeah. It sounds like a but lot of Curtis but, Blow songs. Yeah, so. but it's been a while since I've heard that one. Yeah. I have to dig that one up. Like, All right, well then, let's keep rapping. 
<laughs> the the one song I picked was uh, was Run DMC Christmas and Hollis. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I thought when I was choosing that you might pick that one. Yeah, yeah. It was from a, a very special Christmas. Right. Yes. Okay. So I yeah I remember uh, that was when I I first heard it, and I every song on that very special Christmas. I adore. I, I, I mean, I just love it. What are so some much. of the other ones? The YouTube version of Christmas hey. Baby, Please Come Home. Yeah. The Eurythmics, Winter Wonderland is on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Baby by Madonna. Yeah, Bon Jovi doing Backdoor Santa. Mm-hmm. And Brian Adams doing Run Rudolph Run. Yeah. Oh, and of course, there's uh, Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen. Yes. On that too. Merry Christmas Baby. You showed it to me now. have to make another episode so i could talk uh, exclusively about yeah about the two springsteen Christmas yeah there's songs. Two, yeah there's two good springsteen songs yeah so this was just a a great great rap song that you know tells a story they're out I, i'm not sure which if it was run who found a uh, a bag of money but he didn't want to take it because you know it's christmas time it's not his so i think he returned it to santa but then it turns out that it was actually for him so you know he got a bag of money for christmas another happy ending yes exactly Someone I left his driver's wallet smacked dead on the lawn. I picked up the wallet, then I took a pause, took out the license, and a cold said Santa Claus. Oh, and so, okay. And had all this money in it, so he uh, he mailed it back to him like a good person at does. the North Pole. Yes, but when it came time to Christmas time, he bugged because under the tree was a letter from Santa, and all the dough was for me. That's 
Great See, their chorus. raps are great, too. I like Run DMC. They were the masters. Yeah. Love them so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Run DMC, the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, they were the kings. Yeah. Oh. Well, I feel a kinship. Uh, you know, I was born in Queens. Were you born in Queens? I was born in Queens, Jamaica. Do you think that was why you were named Holly? Is that, it was like, nope. no, you were born in April. Yes. I don't get your parents. <laughs> no, nobody does. They're very Ah, well, it was the '60s. It was a weird time. Yeah, and they were full on hippies. So really, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, I think we've yeah. uh, we've touched on that. Anyway, Hollis Queens, we were neighbors. Very good. Yeah, the only thing I know about Queens is that uh, all, there's a lot of graveyards there. That's all I know. And the and the Mets play out in, yeah. in Queens. I don't go to Queens very often. There are a lot. Of, why would you? You drive through probably you a lot. You drive yeah. through it. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure it's a wonderful place. How long did you grow up in? Oh, uh, I was only in Queens till I was two years old. Then we moved out to Long Island. To Long Island. Yeah, Long Island. Was that better? Or I don't, you don't know Queens, but Long Island. Long Island for how long? Till I was eight, nine, really, eight, really, nine, yeah. And you loved it. Oh, right, you had Christmas. You had legitimately white Snow. Christmases. Yeah. That's the best. And the neighborhood. So Long Island, yeah, suburbs. and It's a great child. I, childhood. Yeah, but even when we moved out to, to California, to the San Fernando Valley, childhood was great. Well, I understand that, but you didn't have a white Christmas anymore. No, never, except right. that we used to go skiing, so. Right. I got you. And you <laughs> On can't Christmas. Re- yeah, you can't go skiing in uh, around Long Island. you you got to travel. Yeah. Did you have white Christmas when you lived in New York? Yeah, we did. Well, I mean, an actual well, white Christmas. Right, did it ever snow oh. Christmas for you? Um, but I, I don't remember. Cold. I do remember getting excited when it snowed initially, and then it was like, oh, my God, this is such a drag. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're in the city. Yeah. This is, ah, oh, this is putting a damper on everything. Yeah. Literal damper. It's a, it's a struggle as a Californian. It, uh, yeah. yeah it, it was, it, it's it, a novelty for a split second. It certainly was. It was wonderful at the time, and I was glad that it, to be back in L.A. <laughs> All right. So there you go. There's a, a, some rap songs. Very good choices. Wrapping up our favorite holiday songs. Sounds good. Christmas version. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I'll save this one for later, too. Oh, you had more. I had one more, but it's not that big a deal. Uh, (laughs) I like ending on the rap. Oh, okay. You want to end with rap? We can move? I I mean, yeah, the other one was uh, was the Ramones. Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Yeah. Which is, actually, this was kind of the beginning of the end for the Ramones. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of a sad thing. Uh, but I think even though it sounds like he wrote it for a, you know, a loved one, you know, a lover or someone, I think it was actually, this was the last one with Dee Dee. So, you know, even though the chorus is, I love you and you love me and that's the way it's got to be. I loved you from the start because Christmas ain't the time for breaking each other's heart. This was made in 89, and the 
boys are not getting along. Uh, this is the album Brain Drain, which also has Pet Cemetery on it. Yeah. Yeah, they started to uh, splinter off a little bit. This was the beginning that, of the end. Yeah, they kept it going. So that, that was a song written by Joey. Joey liked to write songs to other band members, but not explicitly. Like uh, K, <laughs> the KKK took my baby away. That was for uh, for Johnny. He, he was a he's a Republican, and Joey was liberal guy. And I think kind of like Last Christmas. Back to that, <laughs> Johnny stole Joey's girl, and so that was his way of saying the KKK, meaning Johnny <laughs> took my baby away. This right-wing militant what? took my baby away. All these years, I had no idea. Oh, really? No, really. <laughs> I'm sure they were all very passive-aggressive in the, the way they communicated with each other. So there you go. So that, That's a good that, way to end. Yeah. So I'll still stay with you. We're, we're going to keep this podcast going. Yeah. I'm not going to. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we're we're good. We cool. Um, we're ever gonna look we're back cool. and go, yeah, that was the beginning. Yeah, of the that end. was it. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. All right, so we have a. Uh, I, I give you a, a question. All right, from our 1980s rock and roll quiz deck. Yes. Quiz me. Quiz you. Quiz me, Amadeus. <laughs> you know, I have I, to mix try, them up. I know. Why am I even shuffling these? Because de- you're used to go. playing poker there or blackjack. All right, here we go. Pick a card, any card. Pick a good one. All right, I'm picking the best one of the deck. Probably the one question I can't answer. Yeah, I've noticed whenever you ask a question, you'll read and go, "Ugh." Like, you can <laughs> well, because you're always because you know everything. No, I yes, I you do. But just you know, Ugh. all right, here we go. <laughs> all right, these are uh, bed songs, bedrock. These are all songs about bed or have oh. beds in the title. I don't even know if I can guess a. So okay, so here we go. Am I supposed to guess the artist or the song? Yes. Subject is bedrock. Name the band that recorded each of these '80s hits. A bedsitter. I would not have guessed that. I do not know that one. Metallica? No. But, but you know, good guess. <laughs> uh, Soft Cell. Oh. Uh, recorded Bed Sitter for their 1981 album Nonstop Erotic Cabaret. I had that album, uh, but I don't remember Bed Sitter. Um, I'm embarrassed uh, to say I don't either. Nah, you shouldn't. Well, let's see. Record, was it a hit? Gave them one last... The song oh the song went to number one in the UK and stayed on Billboard's Hot 100 for 43 weeks oh I think that's the the, that's album. the album yeah no it says the song went to number one I'm mortified oh wait now. wait that album also included Tainted Love recorded yes. after their after the record label gave them one last chance to score a hit the song went to number one in the UK and stayed on Billboard's Hot 100 for 43 weeks okay so, so not we all bed setter. Know, yeah yeah all right okay. I don't okay that's not a good one all right here we go B Beds are burning. Midnight oil. Very good. C, black coffee in bed. <laughs> Squeeze. All right. Don't <laughs> laugh at me. I'm just reading the card here. D, breakfast in bed. I don't think I would have gotten this one either. But I think I kind of remember the song. Pretenders. Super good guess, but no. Do you have a hint? Uh, they recorded this with the Pretenders' Chrissy Hind. <laughs> Simple Minds? Uh, no. That's another good guess. Do you have another hint? think uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Supreme Court Justice? Yes. Think of him going to a show and uh, seeing the singer afterwards. Oh, you didn't hear this story? Of, all right. Oh! <laughs> oh my God. UB40? Yes, UB40. <laughs> That's a really good hint. <laughs> UB40 released Breakfast in Bed featuring the pretenders Chrissy Hind in 1988, five years after their hit cover of Neil Diamond's Red Red Wine. There you go. All right, good. All okay, right. I get two, two out of four? Two out of four. That's 50%. <laughs> yes, that would be failing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, good uh, enough. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Sure. 
All right. Thanks for listening to What Difference Does It Make? Remind us again about social medias. and Social that. media. Facebook, What Difference Does It Make podcast. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, What Difference Does It Make? WDDIM podcast. Twitter, WDDIM podcast. And Instagram, it's... If you type in What Difference Does It Make, you should find us. So so find us on any and on an, an, an any podcast platform. Like us. Message us. Yeah. We hope to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Dave. All right. Until next time, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.